He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Kei aku māreikura, kei aku whatukura, nau mai ki te kōnai e pūrangi o Party People, a political podcast where we talk about politicians, the policies and all the actual parties we missed out on because of COVID. And if there had have been any actual parties this week, I would have gone along with my party people, hailing mm. from the north, or te nōta, as they like to say, the Honourable Tau Henare, meeting him halfway on the political spectrum very rarely. Yes. Te tehi tamaiti o te kōhu, raised in mm. one of New Zealand's youngest towns, would you believe, founded in 1953. Please welcome Shane Tipau. Kia ora. Kia ora. Ko te wiki o te reo Māori, tēnei. Mm. Hea hanga aupiki me ngā au heke o te wiki. As you look out over the rolling meadows, yes. they go up and they go down. Beautiful. And that's what... Aupiki, Auheke is all mm. about. It Isn't is. that beautiful, Te Reo Māori? It's all visual. It's all about um, describing the landscape, you know, yes. up, down, around. Yeah. And, and you mm. know, one thing I thought about just recently was how many words there are for puku, so mm. pukuriri. <laughs> And so, you know, while it's yeah. the landscape as well, it's all about senses and stuff. So yep. everything from the puku, you get angry, you get sad, you get happy, you mm. get full, you yep. get, you know, and there's kupu that puku are all of those, all of those things. So, yes. Yeah, for uh, for me, I, I to be honest, I, I feel a lot of guilt, um, personal guilt, mm. because, no, I do, because I haven't been as proactive as I ought to have been in terms of uh, learning my reo. Um, and, you know, there's still time, but I feel a bit of guilt. I don't blame any institution. I don't blame Parker. I don't blame colonisation. I blame myself. So I do feel a bit of personal guilt. And it's probably um, more so because, uh, you know, our, my kids, uh, my two kids have only got on their te reo journey quite, you know, they're, they're young, but only over the last two or three years. But I tell you what, even though that they don't go to a, a total immersion school, um, having good te reo teachers has brought them a long way. So I want to shout out, if I can, to uh, Matua Loeb, Auckland Grammar, who is the third form dean and is in charge of the te reo um, program at that school, does an outstanding job. And my boy is a sort of prime example of a non-speaker who's come a long way in two terms. So, yeah, I feel a sense of personal guilt, but also real pride and hope for the future. Beautiful. Mm. I think it's important to shout out to those kayako. Yeah. I have two, Irene Pefairangi. Mm. Opened my eyes up to colonisation, all those kinds of things. And Mr. Kerry Whale from Taihapi, of all mm, places. Okay. Beautiful real speakers. I don't think you should feel guilty, yeah. though. I don't, yeah. I, I yeah. don't like uh, that. Because it's just how it is, you know, no, and you do your contribution. Speaking mm. of contributions, I'm going to go and talk now about um, one of our party people right here in the room. When you were the Minister of Māori Affairs, Tau, you were able to secure a whole heap of putia. Well, in terms of Māori funding, it sounds like a whole heap. In terms of COVID yeah. funding, it's, it's just a, pretty drop, in, actually. a drop in the bucket. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about um, that material funding back in the day. Um, uh, one night, uh, Bill English came into my room. He was the Minister of Finance. He said, hey, we're um, cutting taxes. I said, no, you're not. He said, well, why not? I said, because we haven't talked to me. He said, what do you want? I said, I want, I want money for Māori language. I want $15 million. It came out of the off the top of my head. Back in the in, you know, mid nineties, fifteen million was it was big. Um, I keep s- telling myself it was big. It, 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 it was. It, it, it could have been billion dollars. Mm. But at the end of the day, Dover mm. and Padukura 
carried it on and they enhanced it and, and I'm ever so grateful that they did. So many people got something out of Matereo. It grew from 15 million. Every year it was uh, reinvested. Every year it was spent and it lasted for over 10 years. Mm. So um, there's a whole lot of people out in our community that have, that have been touched by uh, uh, yeah, and, and not just because he's sitting to, to my right, we placed on the political spectrum. <laughs> but um, I will uh, give kudos to um, to Toe. Not only that, but remember, he started the court at all that began Māori Television, and $15 million is, I think, I, I, I don't think I'm wrong, but that was the senior money for Māori Television. Yeah. So, you know. Um, Where were you in your life, though, Toe, in terms of your real journey? Like, you'd had kids, right? Would they be at Kohang at the stage that you're thinking of yeah, real yeah. Māori funding? Yeah, they were. They were. I mean, uh, my whole focus about real is and was about my kids. I wanted my kids to have something that I never had. Mm. You know, so that was going to school every morning in a Māori environment. I went to a school mm. in a Māori environment, yeah. but also a Samoan environment, yeah. a Tongan environment, a Pākehā environment, and that was cool. But I wanted more for my children. And me and the other half, Nairi, mm. we decided our kids are going from Kohanga to Kura to Wharekura and on their journey. I had a sort of similar um, experience, um, but different in a way. I, you know, I've told people many times I was brought up in Kawara. We had a very high Māori population, but very typical being a, a, a child in the education system where they called us half-caste. You know, there would be a war if anyone had called, called my kids half-caste in 2020, but that's what they called us, and that's what, how the system treated us. And we had a very high Māori population, probably 70-odd percent, but everything about our culture was absolutely suppressed. And we had real activists as teachers. We had Manu Paul. He was our teacher. Yeah. And he advanced it as much as he could, but we were fighting an uphill, a, a, a real uphill struggle. Um, in fact, one of my first political actions, I think I was in the fourth form, but um, I took the school on strike because we had, um, Merv Wellington was the Minister of Education at the time, and we had nothing in terms of the Māori curriculum. No part of it. I got a prize nothing. From, um, from Merv. Did you? Yeah, bro. <laughs> on, st- on stage, yeah. it was the sixth form Māori because I was basically the only one in, yeah. the, in the class and my uncle was the teacher. Mm. Um, and he gave it to me yeah. and I refused to uh, shake his hand. My old man, he went ape, you know, because <laughs> my old man was a Tory. Yeah. Speaking of nepotism, mm. let's move on to um, our political alliances sure. and do some disclosures. Once again, I want to say that we're going to talk about Tamaki Makoto and Hodaki next. I was going to say I'm not related to anyone, but perhaps... Nanaya and I might be related from a couple of hundred years ago because of Pawa and Mahuta right. connection. So if we're going to go way back in the day, I'd like to say perhaps we have some whanangatanga mawatahi ko Nanaya. But how about you guys? Once again, Tai, off you go. <laughs> Penny. Penny's my, my, my bro. Yep. His, his grandfather and my grandfather are brothers. Yes. And uh, the looks, well, obviously, they come from our side of the the family? Yes, yes, mm. of course, yes, they do, yeah. No, Shame, no, 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 no. Uh, Apart from political no, alliances? Yeah, <laughs> and the political alliance in terms of uh, Hauraki or the Waikato is that I sat on 20 plus years ago, I sat on Anaya Mahuta's selection panel. Didn't, did, vote, did, didn't vote for you. You didn't, didn't vote, vote for her? No, 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 because. Who'd well, you vote for? Well, Tom Moana stood, and what happened was that at that time, Koro had just retired and he got me on the panel and said, Shane, Tom's my guy, and Anaya just delivered this speech out of this world and I looked at Kuro and said, 
what are we going to do? Okay, we're going to vote for the nine. That was it. Just out of loyalty to Koro, you voted for Tommy. No, we had two rounds of votes. First round went to Tom Wana, then the speech came, and then we thought, my gosh, this woman is quite special, and she yeah. blew us out of the water, and you could not but vote for her. If you mm. caught the two Māori debates that were online this yeah, week... I did. You did a fantastic did. job. Awesome. Oh, thank you. Awesome, Mahi. Let's start I know with this Tamaki. is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Let's yeah. start with Tamaki, the three-way mm. race. Marama Davidson for the Green, Penny Henari for Labour. He's a sitting MP. And John Tamihiri, what did you think? I thought several things. I thought that it was a well-controlled hui. Thanks for that, Mahi, and the rules that you set beforehand. But the other thing is that I think that in that situation, that and without an audience, Māori tend to be a little bit more measured and they tend to be a, a little bit more respectful for each other. And remember, Penny and JT have been working together in the capacity of whanau mm. ora, and it was probably the most um, staid or sort of mellow debate I've seen JT participate in in a long time. I think that Marama was a little bit out of her depth and uh, just shows again that the lack of traction that uh, Greens by and large get amongst Māori voters. Tau? I thought it was a staid whanaungatanga, mm. A very respectful debate, and and I would even question whether the word debate is. Uh, and I think that's your fault. Okay. I think that I think <laughs> you okay I think you, you've set uh, some ground rules. You know, I wouldn't have uh, acted so Stayed kindly within the lines. We talked about this afterwards, mm. and um, you know. You, you're, you guys are old enough to remember the Native Affairs days yeah. where we had like big debates, yeah. you know, and they were live and we were live every single Monday night and I think in terms of Māori broadcasting we have really lost platforms to yeah. live debating to- and like, stuff to- so totally, yeah. I felt like the, for the first debate, mm. i mihi ana au yeah. kia yeah. Yeah. but I did feel like even for our mm. candidates yeah. who were long, long-serving uh, mm. politicians and CEOs, I think for them it was a bit. Oh, that's right, we're live again. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just like to see that more often, we, uh, whatever platform we're on, yeah, having live yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I went to those Native Affairs debates supporting candidates, and they were feisty, you know, and primarily because the crowds were feisty. There'd be yep. big arguments, almost stouches in, in the crowds. So well, that's COVID's but, fault. But crowds do bring something. Absolutely, because you have to perform, because Māori yeah. are good for performance, right. and yeah. so when yeah. there's someone there and you've got the green signs yes. and the Māori party signs, because, you know, that's what the, the audiences used to come, they were kind of like Trump back in the day yeah. with all yeah, the yeah. big signs yeah. but, but I also think part of it um, is a byproduct of, by and large, the fizz is out of this campaign. Yeah. It's out of mm-hmm. this campaign think, at a national right. level. It's out of a campaign in terms of the Māori parties. Just... And by and large, I, I'm still sticking to my point that I made last week. I think this election, by and large, is all but over. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk Hauraki mm. Waikato, uh, Nanaia Mahuta, as you said. 24 yeah. years in 24 that seat. Years. And I'm yeah. told she doesn't have a single hoarding up. Wow. Yeah, she yeah. does. She's she got one in Huntley. Has she? Yeah, mate. Well, okay. she hasn't. She's not always good she's always got one in Huntley at this. Well, at I don't this, know. I'd like at s- this someone house. challenge me. Someone ring up and tell us if you can see one well, in Huntley. Oh no, it's not in Huntley. It's the the little um, town before. What's that? Uh, it's in Topiri. Oh, no, no, no. That sign's up because I forgot to take it down last week. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm. cool. Um, so, you know, a very brave person would stand in a seat against someone who's yeah. been there for t- a sitting MP for 24 years. Yeah, well, years. she's, I mean... Donna Porkiri Phillips mm-hmm. for the yeah, Māori look, Party. Look, yeah. look, 24 years, that's a, that's a, that's a haul in its, in its own right, and she should be recognised for that. There, there, there's an issue that I have is that she's falling into 
um, what we used to rail against, against Koro and Bruce Gregory and Peter Tapsell, you know, that old style. Yeah. And I think that it's obviously up to her, but I think that it's time for some maybe fresh new blood in that area for, for whoever, whether it's Labour, National, whoever. A succession plan. I, I think I think so, and I think I think that's really important for for the Maori electorate is to have a succession plan. I mean, you know, um, I, I, like I said, and I always say it, I've been lucky um, with with my choices, um, but I yeah. but I think that uh, Maori uh, Maori have to have a plan in front of them. You have to see the. The, the new people coming on. I think part of it also is that, by and large, I think that the Māori Party has picked technocrats and bureaucrats and leaders, you know? Rawiri Waititi is the deputy CEO of Te Whanau Apanui JT. We all know who, who he is. But Marama Fox, she was an activist. Um, Horni Harewera, who I'm really missing, missing in, in terms of this political cycle, mm. he was an activist and they were scrappers. And I think that that is another form of energy that is missing from this particular campaign. And also there's not a seminal issue, you know. The Māori Party a has, issue. has had a steady mm. stream mm. of policies over the past couple of weeks and they're getting good yeah, attention. They, yeah. How different are they from the last yeah. Māori Party, if you like? Well, I thought the last Māori Party were, um, well, they were far too close to uh, national, mm. to us. Mm. So they're rolling out, you know, separate entity health, yeah. separate they're, they're entity ordering a tamariki, separate entity. You can't whitewash them. It if is, you were, it if is get into a, parliament with somebody, yeah. you couldn't, like, wash them down. I know, oh, that's right. And and I, I, I love it. I, that's why my two ticks are going, well, one Oh, you've changed. Last week you were well, both. I, well, I, I'm, I'm voting Māori Party. I'm going to vote Māori Party only because isn't it such a great day when you can read a pro-Māori Kaupapa. Your Taitokero, right? Yeah. Te Tudu o Te Wiki, Te Taitokero. This week, the seat of Te Taitokero, Jamie Lee Ross, yeah. announced he's not going to stand in botany. He's hitched his wagon to the New Zealand he's Public. He's an idiot. Okay, yeah. they haven't quite finished the Public Party, and everyone's <laughs> and every, and they're riding on Te Taitokero. What do you think? Well, for him to say, the well, strategy for, behind well that there's, is... no, there's, there's a strategy of desperation. <laughs> Polls out botany was showing that he was at. I saw a Vox Vox Poc on, actually heard it on RNZ, and, and unanimously, all five people said, glad to see the, the, the back, the end, back of end of him. You know, he's used us and he's abused us. But Rich, do you think, uh, given that, totally you know, he's, he's come from parties that don't support the Māori Well, not only, not only that, not only that, but it's a bit rich of a person who um, likes to call himself Jamie Lee Martinga Ross. When it suits. When it suits. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, he he's never, ever gone out of his way to support Kopapa Māori ever quite whether, whether he was when mm. he was in a, as a councillor mm. and when he was an MP quite frankly I mean I, I wouldn't even give him the time of day I'd rip all his signs down I'd do everything mm. all the same though uh, the New Zealand Public Party mm. is getting a bit of publicity they are and and the only reason that uh, Billy and Jamie Lee join forces is uh, because Billy didn't get himself organised, get 500 members, get registered as a political party, whatever party uh, after he left got kicked out of the National Party uh, that uh, Jamie Lee belonged to had 500 members and and that's what they've joined. They're they're actually very different people, very different entities. Do you know anyone else who keeps money under their bed 
in a tin. Oh, I, <laughs> I wish I, 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 wish I, I did. I, I got about paid my visit. I always have 50 bucks or 20 bucks or, you know, or, See, or, that's, or, or, that's a bit much. Or, or enough to go to the pub without the wife sort of knowing oh, how much I'm spending yeah. that, that night, but uh, not, st- not 200 grand. Yeah. Yeah, a, lot, a lot stash. of lads have that. A lot of lads no, they have that. don't. You do. Yeah, and you're single. Any do. I hope you're yeah. hearing this. Yeah. Look for silver tins under the bed. Outside of Billy Takahika, there's some other candidates there, and there's a sitting MP minister, Calvin yeah. Davis, how's he done? Oh, I, I think Calvin's done reasonably well in terms of his profile, in terms of where he goes and where he's seen. He hasn't uh, set the world alight, but you don't have to. And so I think that it's a basically a hands-down win for Calvin. Yeah. Again, as I said at the beginning of the programme, I'm missing Hone in terms of uh, yeah. this political campaign, but... Uh, Calvin is sure-footed. He doesn't upset anyone. Yeah, you can't yeah. dislike him. Yeah. And he's really got no opposition. You know, the Māori Party candidate is a, a hauora sort of bureaucrat. Lovely, lovely she's woman. Nice. She's lovely. Lovely woman, but to be honest, won't set the, the world on fire. And I just think that it's going to be a one-horse race. The public party and Billy, uh, he'll run a campaign on Facebook. But again, and I've, I, you know, I've run seven campaigns where tides are coming in, tides are coming out. You've got to run a decent on-the-ground on campaign. Yeah. And uh, no one is doing that apart from Calvin. And he's largely doing that because of the general electrics that assist him in terms of uh, labour. Yeah. This government basically launched itself up in Waitangi in yes. your tribal backyard up there with the Prime Minister committing to, you know, te tiriti, mm-hmm. uh, bringing the two houses closer together and uh, launched a new ministry, albeit within the Ministry yeah. of Justice, Te Arafiti, Crown yep. Māori. Yep. Has it got the gas it's meant to? I mean, I what, what I'm hearing from some... Māori leaders is, um, you know, they thought it was going to be measuring um, yeah, yeah. The, the outcomes mm. of all those different parties, but uh, sorry, ministries, but haven't seen that yeah, yet. Yeah, well, under the, under the Ministry of Māori uh, Development Act, um, was it 19, whenever it was, um, that's TPK's job. Are they and, doing it? No, they have, they've never done it, for goodness sake, and they need a good kick up the arse. Look, um, if you're talking about Māori development, then, then we've, we've got a lot of stuff, okay? Um, th- from this government, from a few other governments, and and like Arafiti, uh, Te but do we need more bureaucracy? Do we need more public servants? No, we don't. What we need, and if you're looking at Taitukaro, and if you're looking at Calvin's electorate, mm. we need houses, we need bloody schools that work. You know, we need people that work. We need jobs. That's the sort of thing that, and I and I think that Shane is absolutely mm. right in terms of what Willie should be doing, um, post election, is thumping the table and saying, "Hey, you have got a Maori vote here, and we want to enter into a coalition uh, type deal within, so we can get some of the largesse, but not mm. not just throwing money around. It has to be planned out. It has to be done properly. What let's, are your thoughts on Arafati? Let's, uh, well, th- this it hasn't made a huge difference. Uh, in, in, you know, we, we know we're poor. We know we're getting poor. We don't need to measure. We don't need to be told that. We know that our prison numbers are going down, but Māori prison numbers are going, yeah. are going up. Yeah. But here's the thing. If, say, let's argue, let's say for argument's sake that they are doing government finished up in a month's time, I couldn't think of one transformative Māori policy. And this is why I'm saying to Willie Jackson and his crew, you've got to take the ball by the horn and you've got to run hard and you've got to get offside with your leader. You've got to push her and you've got to push her hard because she 
did say in a wai, at, at Waitangi when she first got uh, elected as Prime Minister that she will come back and, ho- and be held to account. I'm really trying to struggle to think of the one transformative policy that they've introduced. And their chickens will come home to roost. Um, they're, they're lucky in terms of the political cycle. People tend to give governments another go, but I don't think they're going to get the easy run next, next election cycle. I don't think that at all. Uh, someone who I can't name suggested that uh, they collapse Te Arafiti and put that post that post into the Prime Minister's office to be- become, you know, like a Tiriti kind of framework mm. inside of there with her advisors' thoughts. Oh no! I just I, again, I just think it's just moving bureaucracy around. Yep. You know, I just just I I, I always worry uh, when the Labour government comes. It, it, it all it brings is more public servants and more bureaucracy. Nothing actually happens. You know, at the end of the day, coulda happened because of Māori. Mm. Kohanga happens because of Māori. You know, every Māori initiative. Ha- and also helped that Koro had a yeah. big checkbook. Yeah. And, and that's so, $250 million. So, so there you go. So but that's the, about devolving resources into yeah. to Māori. Oh yeah, but, absolutely. And, and, that's the, and, and, and you can't argue but that if, that 7AA clause yeah. in the Oranga Tamariki Act is mm. is good for Māori. But, and, but, but, but here's the thing, and we, we you and I and Shane talk yeah. about it all the time. At the end of the day, who's the party mm. that has those policies? And to me, it's the Māori party. The, the, yeah. But you've got to be elected. No, oh, no, exactly. Those policies, exactly. And they're not going to. But, yeah, but no, if, that's look, right. if you're smart, if you point, if yeah. you are a Māori member of parliament and you've got your eyes on cabinet, say your Kiritapu or your Wooly or your Penny, I would be smart. I would say I want the Provincial Growth Fund and I would grab it. I would grab it hard and I would run them with it and I would marry up with um, with Iwi and Hapu and, and spend a lot of that money as quickly as you possibly can. Shane might become the head of the Ngāpui. Because, uh, because I looked at that yeah. the other day when I was doing some research for the Hauraki Waikato See, I looked. How many dollars has Huntley received? Mm, Not exactly. one cent. Exactly. Yeah. And so you know that's what the, uh, you know. The question has to be asked: Is should it be measured? Should it? Um, yeah. Should it be needs based? Should it be fairer? Yeah. yeah. You should intervene. For goodness sake! We're, if you see somebody being beaten up in mm. a park, what do you do? Whereas, but if you look at the Eastern Bay, a plenty very effective use of the provincial growth yeah. fund. Yeah, absolutely. here, those progressive uh, hapu. Um, Northland, um, but those progressive hapu that said, yeah, we'll take your money, but also, more, more importantly, not only we will take your money, but here's some of ours, we've got skin in the game. Yeah, That's the answer. Well, we ain't got skin in the game in the North. I, I, see, I, I, you I, just have I, a, yeah. um, a minister who's in charge of the PGF. You wouldn't believe it, though. Oh. I mean, for goodness sake. They've oh. spent a lot of money in up north, to be fair, on the Provincial yeah. Growth Fund. But the thing is Are that, you sure? Oh, no, they've spent a lot of money. But Where? the thing is, oh, all over the place. But <laughs> can I, but, but, but I, get your, I get your point, and this is the point. The thing is that, you ha- that the, the sods haven't been turned and they haven't started building. And people don't believe it till they actually see it coming to How many Patricia. new houses? Yeah. You know, that, that sort of things. You know, how, yeah. many, how many millions of dollars um, did they pull out of their back pocket and give to Ricky Houghton? Nothing. Mm. You know, and he's the one that's building houses in Kotaia. No one would disagree with you, Toe. No Everyone one. knows that that man is... Yeah. He's amazing. ...an angel. But so why, so why aren't we gi- um, giving, you oh. know... It, it, see, what I'm, what I'm trying to get at, I'm, I'm, I'm not um, dissing on anybody yeah. other than it's actually... Um, uh, develop, de- de- delivering some results. And so if you want 10,000 houses, go and bloody build them. Mm. And you know, that's the sort of thing that our people up north 
quite frankly, yeah. deserve. Yeah, of course they do. And and if those we're are not those partnerships, yes, yeah. and when if we're not investing in this area, you know, we will we will have Pakeha politicians, Māori politicians will argue to the cows come home about is ten million dollars a good spend on on papakaianga housing and yeah. say kaikoi. Yeah. But you know what? No one bats an eyelid that we've got third, fourth generational unemployment. And we're spending tens of million dollars every bloody Tuesday on benefits, but we and but trapping we our ask, people in poverty. No we, one argues but that. But we always ask ourselves, especially when uh, uh, Billy Tikahika yeah. um, is is concerned, why do uh, so many people support him? Here's the reason. Because they be because for generations they've been left on the wayside. For goodness sake, it's 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 a no brainer that that people like that are are able to um, uh, uh, grab the attention of people who've actually left been left on the scrap heap. That that is a strength, but also a weakness. Because what Billy has failed to do is he's failed to have a history of activism and, oh, yeah. orga- yeah, and no, organisation. Right. And that's and what Horne said in no, his article. The point exactly. is, is like, uh, you know, if we're going to call ourselves the mm, whānau yeah. of 5.5 million, yeah. make sure that, you know, your least, your most vulnerable member of your whānau, you wouldn't do that to your kids. That's right. Well, maybe yeah. some people would. <laughs> <laughs> Just before we mm. sign out here, let's talk about Jenny Marcroft. Yeah. Uh, oh. Maori MP from the north has gone from Ngati Wai, I understand, has gone from 7 to 17 on the New Zealand First List. Uh, are you surprised? No, no, look, um, the, uh, she was too Maori for the List Ranking Committee, and the List, list Ranking Committee is Winston. He says it's not. Of course, it's. Of course, he would say that. He says all sorts of things. For goodness' sake! I heard a rumor about a week ago that she uh, may make ten. I was surprised at seventeen. Um, I haven't heard this from New Zealand First people, but I've heard through her sort of contacts in Labour. And I think that might have been a downfall. Some sort has been too close to Labour, and um, I understand that uh, Jenny didn't even know that she'd been. Uh, put the last yeah. on the list, which is a real shame. She did a job that a first-term backbench MP ought to do, and she did it well. She turned up to select committees, she contributed, yeah, and she was constructive. What more do you expect from there's a one first-term that, backbench MP? There's one thing that um, Winston doesn't like, and that's an uppity, lippy woman. Ooh, I Honestly, would never be allowed to be in there. Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> Hell No. Um, Why do you think there's a hundred hundred men? Because this is a Maori party, mm. not the Maori party, <laughs> but a Maori yes, party, Maori party. Yeah. We are allowed to talk about Fanungatanga. Mm. They're related. How's it going to be on the marae next time they see he each other? He doesn't give a hoot. He no. doesn't give a rat's backside. No, and when whenever uh, WP goes to any of those Te Taitokoro marae, he's fitted. They love him. Oh, they, they, no, lo- no, they, they like him, they, brother, Yeah, they, they like him, but he, get, but he gets on my wick by saying, oh, yeah. I've been here a thousand years, da, 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 da. Yeah, but what he, and why did he, why did he call mm. himself Luigi back in the yeah. 70s, for goodness sake? But, but they love mm. him, and, they, and they're very forgiving. Oh, and they're they always don't ha- love and him, always for goodness happy, sake. And they're always happy to see him. And just remember, in defence of, uh, of New Zealand first, Winston, Shane, uh, Ron, Ma- Ron Mark, what? Wrong mark, uh, Fletcher, yeah. four out of the top six the pu- uh, um, list are Māori. Um, oh, so what? Yeah. Okay. So what? You could have a you could have a list full of Māoris. Look at the Labour Party for God's sake. Yes. Which one? Which one is a? Which one is a a shining light for Kopapa Māori other than my cousin? 
Oh no, I think I, th- I think I think you've you've got to give uh, Nanaya some credit in, in in that area. For what? I think we I, should I, have had compulsory Maori language. Yeah. She was she was we pushing through. Had... She was pushing through a procurement uh, mm. policy which would have seen Maori um, t- get sixteen percent, around sixteen percent of all government spend. That's pretty impressive. Is that, is that happening? No. But oh, that, good. That's, so don't, you that's know, not I mean, because of Labour. But I, I accept. Well, well, is that yeah. because of because the of coalition? Oh, okay. Yeah, I get but, it. But I get it. But to- sometimes you can say it's because yeah. of the coalition. Sometimes it's mm. because of COVID. But you know what? I accept the premise of Toe's argument, and I got the answer. I think what Willie Jackson and uh, Mecca need to do is they need to gather their troops and they need to write a coalition document, and they need to ring up the prime minister and said, "Hey." Even if you get 50% plus and you're talking to New Zealand first, we actually want coalition-type discussions internally, and this is what we want. These are activists. They've got to. They've got to. Willie do, Jackson. Yeah. They've, no. They've got to do it. They've got to do it. They've got to be very strong, and they've got to go early, and they've got to have a an agreed agenda with agreed putia. Because I tell you what, I think that New Zealand. Uh, I think that Labour will win this election, but if they follow the policy increment, follow the politics of um, increment, they're going to be gone and dusted in in, in terms of the next cycle. Hey, so they really have to deliver. I've got an idea. Really let's go back. Let's go go back last century because us Māori like going back into the past and hanging around in there, you know. In the early part of last century, Honeheke was the MP, not the Honeheke, and Toe's going to tell us why, for Northern Māori. He died while in office, and this is the story from the archives of Ngātanga Sound and Vision of how, once his tūpāpaku was returned home from Pōneke, his successor was selected. And amongst the Māoris, it's not usual for women to speak. They, they do their influence in the house and at home, and of course their husbands speak in the tribal meetings as their wives have dictated. <laughs> the, the, uh, so she stood out. I, I mean, it was really unnecessary for women to make public speeches. It <laughs> already been managed. The, uh, so Mahika's mother stood up at this meeting and said, uh, what can we do to repay our obligation to the chiefs of the South for bringing back our dead son? And the only thing I can think of, she said, the only worthy way is that the widow of our dead son should be married to a chief of the South. Now, the Maoris and Polynesians are are fond of using indirect language. And really, it's more fun to use indirect language because you can interpret it in many ways and uh, in the way that you like. But this meant that she regarded the seat in Parliament, the Northern Maori electorate, which had already been won by her son in the, in the election of 19, at the end of 1908. She regarded that as his widow for three years. He'd earned it at the election. And the idea was that this seat in Parliament should be given to one of the chiefs of the South and for the people to agree to it. Well, Sir James Carroll, who was a great diplomatist diplomatist and who knew the Maoris well and politics well as well, uh, he stood up and he said he would consider it and give an answer later on. He never said a word to me, but to my horror, on the subsequent day, he got up and there were two high chiefs in the north, one from Topo and one from Otaki, who had stood for the Western electorate. 
And Carroll got rid of them by saying that he thought their rank was so high that they shouldn't step down from the platform of high, <laughs> of high chieftainship to mingle with the rabble in a public uh, uh, election in which all sorts of uh, mudslinging takes place. And having removed them, then he said he had somebody to offer, uh, to suggest as a husband for the widow, uh, somebody who was like their dead son, who spoke both languages and had the same aspirations, and he mentioned the name of Tarangi Hiroa. That's my Māori name. Because there was nobody more shocked than, uh, than uh, almost paralyzed than I was. But I couldn't do anything. I never had any aspirations towards politics. I wasn't meant for it. I wanted to go on quietly with what I could do from a scientific point of view. But it was impossible for me in a gathering like that to pull out and say, no, I don't want it. So I had to accept it. The result was that at the election I never made a speech, which is a very wonderful thing, really, not to make a speech to tell them how good you are. And, uh, I, uh, and uh, the, the, uh, the curious part of it was that this wasn't my tribe. My tribe is the Atiyawa tribe of, of Taranaki. And the Ngāpuis were our enemies, as a matter of fact. The Ngāpuis of the North were the enemies of everybody because they got those guns and swept right around the North Island. So it was a most extraordinary thing for the support to come from the chiefs. At all events, they uh, supported it, and I got in for that election, by-election of 1909. I served three years, and then I wanted to get out of it, but... Uh, my supporters, two of my main supporters, said to me, you know, you got in on a sympathy vote the last election. What about having a fight? And I suppose little Irish and little Maori in me responded to that sort of idea. So we fought out the next election as a good a fight. And I got in again. Well, thank goodness Mrs. Hickey got out of the kitchen mm. and into the fuddy so she could set him up for the rest of his career. What do you make of that story? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's lovely, um, mm. you know, given who it is uh, and given what time it is. It's, uh, or he's talking about 1909. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's that's 60 years since the signing of the Treaty of years. Waitangi. That's yeah. 20 you know? years after mm. the land confiscation. Yeah. That, that, and so like that, is, that is quite amazing. Yeah. Um, I've never, ever, until mm. today, heard... Tarangihirua's voice. Wow. So that's actually thrown me. I, I had a completely different uh, mindset of, of what his real was like. Wow. But then I, I, I think of all of my old, old uncles, um, and they talk the same, you know, because they come out of that era. Mm. And uh, so it's, it's, it's a, a very, very refined sort of English Māori. Mm. It's a very tikanga-based yeah, way is. of choosing a seat. It is. And you know what? Um, today we have selections and we back horses and we have big fights, but things. it wasn't that long ago. I've been told the story about how Matiurata got selected mm. originally for Labour, and that was basically there was a hui that was called. Everyone went. There weren't discussions or debate as such. People just hung around, caught kai, had a court at all. Matu basically uh, spent most of the time in the kitchen. Uh, they, they, they liked the way that he operated there. And uh, next, and on the final day, the announcement was made that he's the Labour Party candidate. Well, that's because you know, the yeah. women were in the kitchen, yes. and that's where all the yeah. 
yeah. business was mm. being done, clearly. And yeah. thank goodness for Maturata because we've got the Waitangi Tribunal Absolutely. to to uh, thank him for yeah. and um, and has set up the treaty settlement process. So, e mihi ana ki ma o ngā wā o mua. Hey, ngā, ngā whakakitenga, your reckons for the week, Tau? Uh, my my reckons, um, everything seems to be chugging along well for the PM. Um, there are n- no major missteps. Everybody else in Labour, apart from Jacinda, um, Grant Robertson and Chippy, um, are at the at the back. They're yep. they're in the, they're in the kitchen. And they've been purposeful. The, yeah, the people that are on the front line mm-hmm. are those three. And and um, if it was any time different, and we would have Calvin or somebody else, Nash, mm-hmm. in the front, speaking about policy, I think things will be uh, a lot different. I have a little bit of a different spin on the reckons. I think Shane, Dr. Sanzete is getting ready to lead his party, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. The amount of interviews he's doing and soft interviews. Controversial. No, no, and the soft interviews he's doing, purposefully, and he was asked a question, and there's normally only one answer to this, and the question he was asked is, would you like to lead the National Party? And he said, oh, if I was asked, that would be an honour. Now, in a, in, a, in a campaign, in the midst of a campaign, you say, we've got a leader, and I support that leader 110%. That, well, I think that was a purposeful comment from Dr. Rete, and I just see that, you know... When will he go? Uh, as, as, he soon as, 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 as soon no, I, I think that he, he won't go. Can I? You know what? If he had asked me this a week ago, I would have thought. And I, you know, I've, I've interviewed him. I've got an article ready to be published. If someone wants to be wants to pick it up, <laughs> if someone wants to pick it up, call us. If, yeah, if you were, if you if you were to ask me a week ago, I would say no, no, he's not right. He knows he's not right, but he his attitude towards this is, has changed. And here's the other thing. On Wednesday, probably one of the most important policies that you would announce in, in the middle of a pandemic is health. He announced the policy That's by right. himself. The leader was yeah. nowhere to be seen. I reckon something's up. And the thing no, is that... And, here we and, go. And this is a party people. Listen to this. The National Party has their own polls, and they know that they're on around about the 28% mark. They know that. And if their polls were any better polls, they would have dropped them. Look... With, with with the utmost respect for my brother on my left, um, yes. you do talk a lot of nonsense. Okay, we shall see. We shall see. You know that's why because you come from the mist. The I was the one. I was the one. What you were the I one? I was the what? one on the Sunday uh, on TVNZ that that said within two weeks, Simon. I mean, sorry, Todd would go, and uh, and uh, the Titanic option, which is. Which is Collins you know, would, would be adopted, but I, I was wrong because it happened on the Monday, these, not the Sunday. All these punters were the ones that laughed at me in 1993. Oh, I did, I did. They cracked up laughing. Yeah, I did. I remember the party yeah. out yeah. at the DB Hotel in Mangere. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't go to that party for two reasons. <laughs> First of all, I thought Toe had no chance, and also I knew the bugger wouldn't buy one round of beers, and I missed out on See, both oh, opportunities because he shouted all night. That. Shouted cold. all night. Well. We're, those are some great reckons. Yeah. I don't even know if we've got any gas left in the tank for any bouquets, any? Bouquets, bouquets. Yeah. Oh, no. It's really difficult um, giving a bouquet, even a brick, a brick bag, brick bat, mm-hmm. um, in, a, in an election like this. Mm. This is a sort of, like tomorrow, the 19th of September, is supposed, was supposed to be the election day. 
but it's now a month away. It's a hoha. I have a bouquet uh, for Adrian Rofare and his whanau that are running a very good on-the-ground campaign in um, in Titaihauru. I think it's going to be the closest race that they've got. And you know what? Uh, mechanically, that's how you won election. And him and his whanau are knocking on doors, uh, around quietly but effectively. So, Adrian you know, Rurafe, he's Rurafe. got quite a big mm. whanau, the Ratana Church. So. Yeah, but they're, they're running a yeah, very good ground what, game. What has he done? Okay, this is He's not been a t- the assistant we're going to talk speaker. about yeah. we're going to talk about that seat in weeks to come. Okay. This was the bouquet, so that's a bouquet from yeah. him. I want to thank you for your time. It's been fantastic. As always. And, As always. Uh, you'll hear from us this time again next week. Kātira iti wikwe nanga pito pito kōrero a party people motine wiki. You can find the Party People podcast on the podcast and series page at rnz.co.nz or wherever you get your podcasts. Koe no e tiwi me noho haumaru koutou. Mm-hmm.